Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Joining us now, of course, jazz superstar Donovan Mitchell on the big show. Donovan, thank you very much for a few minutes. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, no problem. And we were just talking about what you're doing with uh, Donors Choose, and I'm the son and grandson of a couple of teachers. Gordon's got teachers in his life. This is so cool. So we're excited to have you on to to get the word out. I appreciate it. This is going to be fun. All right, so kind of give us the gist. Give it what you and Clorox have kind of teamed up, uh, teamed up to do, and then we can talk a little bit about why you're passionate about it. Um, yeah, so we, we teamed up, and obviously my mom being a teacher uh, for 13 years, I went to public, private, and boarding school. So I've seen you know you know different school systems and different school styles, and just being able to have an appreciation for teachers. You know, when you work with a, a brand like Clorox, you know when they reached out to us and said this is what we want to do, I was like, man, this is this was fantastic because. Um, you know, we want to show our appreciation to teachers. Um, and I think, you know, with Clorox donating a million dollars to donor choose that, uh, donor choose, excuse me, um, which helps cover, you know, books, disinfectants, uh, um, food, as well as, um, Wi-Fi, you know, for this virtual world we live in and some students didn't have access to online learning, you know, being able to submit your request in on Clorox.com, um, being able to, you know, just give teachers that opportunity to help their students because, you know, they do that out of their own pocket anyway. Um, I think the majority of them do that. I think it's about five to six hundred dollars uh, that they take out of their own pocket to help with their students. And, you know, I think for myself and, and seeing my mom teach and understanding that I think she's it's something that we've you know, we're, we're very proud of and, and, and glad to be a part of. So, Donovan, uh, Jake was praising uh, your improvement year by year a few minutes ago, and then he asked a question. What do you think Donovan's working on this offseason? And uh, we were guessing. What, what What's the answer to that one? Um, the biggest thing is shooting off the dribble. Um, I think being more consistent in that way, being more consistent in general. Um, a lot of it is read-based uh, for me now, slowing the game down. Cause I think I'm at a point where the game has started to slow down, but being able to cut down on turnovers, uh, be more efficient with the basketball. Then also on the defensive end, um, believe it or not, I have been doing defensive slides because, you know, I can, I can pick it up in that end. It's ultimately why I got drafted, as you guys know. Um, but understanding that, you know, being being a better all-around player um, in, in many facets, I think that's been my biggest thing. But this summer, majority of it's been continuing to, to be more consistent off the dribble, uh, for sure. Gordon and I were also talking about when it was good and right for you guys uh, last year, it was so good and right. And then some circumstance, we don't need to get into all of that, but, you know, having gone through last year, what does this team need to have or do to make that next step? Um, I think we need to, you know, come in with an edge, you know, a little fire in us. I think we've, we've made our mark the past two years. Obviously we didn't, we didn't, do it necessarily winning in the playoffs, but I think, you know, we're at a point where teams know, you know, who we are. Teams are coming after us and now we got to come out there with a fire in ourselves and be like, you know, we're here. This is who we are. And, you know, I think we've, we made, you know, we brought everybody back, you know, but we've also made some good adjustments and good additions. And Eric, Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside, and also, and Jared, I think that'll be huge for us, you know, just continuing to build, but come out with a fire. You know, I think that's the, that's what, this year should be for us, but we got to put the work in. Donovan, I don't know where you got it from, but uh, I uh, appreciate your conscientious manner, not just about basketball, because you have gotten better. 
year after year after year. We know that what your goal is set at a championship, and that's obvious, I think, to everyone. But the fact that you care about more important issues than just basketball has always impressed me. And I'm on the record as uh, backing just about everything you've ever said as it pertains to racial issues, uh, as it pertains to education, like we were talking about, all of these things. Where does this come from? I mean, were you just born with this sort of inner feeling like you had to try and make a difference? Um, I think for me, like I said, I, I went to public school, I went to private school. Um, I went to school in Greenwich, Connecticut to a predominantly white school. But then I also, obviously, as a, as a black kid, went to play basketball in New York City. So I've seen two different worlds growing up as a kid um, and understanding that, you know, some some people don't understand what's 30 minutes down the street, you know, and understanding that. So now when I see certain people speaking on, you know, certain racial issues or police brutality or certain things, understanding that being black in America is a job. <laughs> like it's, it's not, and not, not everybody can get pulled over and have the luxury of pulling out their ID and waiting for the officer to recognize who they are. You know, um, I think that's, that's something that I would like to continue to speak for people who don't necessarily have this platform, uh, because if we don't do it, then, you know, who will? And I think for myself, being able to speak on things, whether it's, education, whether, like you said, it's, it's, it's racial views, it's police brutality, it's voter suppression. I think myself, as well as my colleagues throughout the NBA, like we've done a great job and the NBA has done a great job of continuing to speak up for what's right. Um, and it's made it easy uh, for guys like myself to continue to speak because, you know, that's not necessarily the case in other leagues where other leagues don't really allow that or they kind of try to stay away from that. And I think the NBA has done a great job of pushing that and allowing us to use our voice and continue to back Tobacco's. Uh, Donovan, I know you're probably out of town. I mean, I don't know that, but I think you're out of town. But I don't know if you saw this video that surfaced today from Utah Senate uh, President Stuart Adams and talking oh, yeah. about the uh, uh, CRT issue. He, This is a quote from him. He said, we have work to do to try to educate him. Speaking of you, let's get after him and let's go tell him what we're doing because I don't really think he understands. Do you have a response to that? Because I, I wrote a whole column defending your point of view on this, and I think I would trust your views on race more than I would Stuart Adams. What, what do you think when you have to deal with leaders, legislative leaders like that? Uh, Gordon, to be honest with you, um, I'm really focused on helping out with teachers in school, you know, and being able to create that great of an environment. You know, I don't want to give an answer to him Right, right now, I don't want that to be the story. Um, I think the biggest thing that what we're doing is through Clorox and be able to give back to teachers, especially with being a lot of kids first day in school. Um, so that's just, I, I don't want to answer that right now. Um, I will speak to that, but I, this is something where I'm really putting my heart and soul into speaking to teachers and speaking back to helping out kids. So I don't want that to kind of take away from what, what what we're doing here. That's okay with you. Yeah, I respect that, Donovan. Uh, let's talk some time on down the line. I'd love to hear your point of view. For sure. On a lighter note, Donovan, and we know that your time is limited, but I've got to ask about this because Joe Ingles comes on our station once a week during the season, and he brought up a hitting contest and a bet, and I've got to <laughs> ask you if that happened and how it went. It has not. Um, we... Um, we will, I, I think we're going to do it this training camp. Um, 
So for those of you fans who don't know who are listening, it's a bet that Joe said we were sitting on the bus playing somewhere. And he said, I said, if I had 10 pitches to throw, he said he'd be able to hit one of them. Um, and I strongly disagree. You know, I'm humble <laughs> about a lot of things, but I was a really good baseball player. Um, and so I don't think Joe stands a chance. So the bet was, I think the money goes to one of our charities. I forgot how much it was. Don't worry. He'll, he'll let you know uh, when he gets on, but um, we're doing it for a charity. I think we should have done it in the stadium, but I don't think that'll be the case. <laughs> um, but that's a, um, that will happen. And um, it's, it's, I haven't thrown in a while, so I'm going to probably start warming up. Then that y'all reminded me of this, but I will, um, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to, touch any fastball, curveball, change up, whatever I got for him. Another issue where I agree with Donovan. Another <laughs> issue. Joe has no chance there, Jay. No, it's, it's going to be do you have a Do you have a message, uh, Donovan, to Jazz fans? Because uh, people here uh, listen to what you have to say and they're eager to move forward. And what what's on your mind moving forward as far as the Jazz go? Um, you know, I think, like I said, we're going to come up with a fire, you know, fire and edge. And, you know, we're ready to, ready, to, ready to work. That's the biggest thing. We haven't necessarily gotten to where we want to get to. You know, we've had, we've put together some good seasons, you know, and there's some seasons where I come home and people forget that we lost in the first round of Denver. But based on that first round, you thought we went to the conference finals. But, you know, it's, it's, it's truthfully as we haven't. So we, we, we got some work to do. And we're going we're gonna to put the work in as a group, not just myself. We, it's going to be take all. 15 to 17, however many there are of us. And, you know, we're, we're going to do it. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. And I'm excited for this year. And let's get to it. Donovan is teaming up with Clorox uh, with a million-dollar donation to Donors Choose, getting funds to teachers to clear their supply wish list for classrooms. Uh, great cause, Donovan. Thank you for coming on our show. And it's our pleasure to help you get the word out. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Jazz star Donovan Mitchell. Again, it's donorschoose.org if you want to get online and find out what they're all about. But, uh, Gordon, I, I said this earlier. I know a lot of teachers. I've got a lot of teachers in my life, and every single one of them mm-hmm. go out of their pockets for extra supplies for their kids just to, just to be able to do their job. And so I think this is a really, really cool cause. So I'm here, stoked here. he was able to come on the show and uh, get the word out. No doubt. Uh, again, donors choose. Dot org donors choose.org Gordon yeah, you you uh, asked Donovan about it you wrote a column about it uh, Donovan his name came up in Utah politics today and uh, I respect his answer that he he will get into it but uh, he was here for the teachers today. I have no doubt that he will talk about this and that he has strong feelings it's something he's educated himself about he didn't want to talk about it right now because of what you said and uh, yeah I get that. But I felt like we had to ask him because he's important. He's important to this uh, this state. He's important to the city. He's important to people here. And I think he's done a fantastic job of getting the word out about what's important, like he, he mentioned there with race issues and with um, – uh, you know, social justice and, and po- police uh, situations. I, he's a man worth listening to, and I, and, and I listen to him. So uh, some on-the-court stuff he was talking about, and he did. And by the way, you did steal my question. I told you the one thing I was going to ask him uh, that I, right out of the gate. As and, usual, and he I just snared my question. As, as usual, I wasn't paying attention to what yeah, you I said, know, you know. I could tell. I had to scramble come up with what I was going to ask next. Oh, your question but, was absolutely <laughs> spot on, man. I, 
<laughs> a problem. But I, I did say that. I said, wow, the first basketball question I'm going to ask him, what's he got going in the lab? And then, bam, right out of the gate. All right, ten bucks. All right. Ten bucks on the barrel for it, you. It's on the barrel. <laughs> That's going back to an old bit. No, no, no. I, I think honestly, basketball speaking, it was the most relevant question. So whoever asked it, who, I, I'm just teasing you. But I, I thought his answer was was really good. And he, you know, we've never arrived, right? So we went through a list of some things, reads and stuff like that that we've heard in the past, and then kind of chuckled and said. Yeah, a lot of defense in there, too. So he he did give the answer, I think. Uh, uh, he should give and needs to give, and he should be working on that part of his game. Yeah, I, and not just the defense, but taking care of the ball, uh, seeing things on the court. Yeah, yeah, what you would expect him to work on because uh, those are the things he needs to work on in order to elevate his game to uh, the highest level. And that's what I think he has in mind. That's what Donovan Mitchell uh, wants to be. He's got a lot of pride. We talk about that with Rudy. He's got a lot of pride. Donovan is a very proud man, and he he doesn't measure himself against the rank and file in the NBA. He measures himself against the greats, and that's why these guys are so motivated to continue to improve. Well, accountability, right? You know, feel accountable to your team, to your role on the team, to your coaching staff. That you know, this is your job, right? It's it's his job. It's you know, you could throw Rudy into these thing, these same things that we're talking about. Right. Rudy, in one off season, turned his hands, which were to his de- detriment, you know, into a serviceable weapon in one off season, still and he's continued to, to get better. Hey, yeah. It's still not perfect, but you remember, Gordon, at the end of one season, you couldn't play him because he couldn't catch. That's a bit of an issue. And I, I'm being a little extreme because it was that year that he had the breakout year where he was blocking the shots and, and all of that. But it was obviously a glaring hole in his game. And he came back the next year because he understood. He did the same thing with free throws, right? It's accountability. And I think the good news for Jazz fans is that Donovan has it, Rudy has it. Doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect and all of a sudden going to be the perfect basketball player. But there's self-awareness there right. and there's coachability there. And, and I the think fact, those are important. The fact that Donovan is three or four years younger than, than Rudy um, it, it gives you the idea that maybe he can even make more improvement because he's still relatively young. So, yeah, he's got time to make that happen. And then I had to ask him about the bet, the ba- the baseball bet, because our show, our station's a part of that. Joe Ingles talked about it on the morning show. It was supposed to happen right after what? What was it, Austin? Like right after the year last year? And I guess it never happened. Little update: They're going to do it in camp. But. Now, if I know Donovan right, he, he said he hasn't thrown the ball much lately. He's going to be out on a mound chucking the ball left and right, probably have a pitching coach along with him to make sure he's in top form. Now, here's the thing, and I don't think Donovan got into this rule. It has to be fair. So I think Donovan said just get the bat on the ball. No, it has to be fair. So Joe can bunt it or swing away or whatever, but it has to be fair. So I think, By fair, you mean inbounds. In, yeah, because I think Joe could get the bat on the ball. Because it ain't going to be fair. Because let's, yeah. let's talk about the bet. Because Donovan, qualified baseball pitcher, but the standard not that high. Just get the ball in play. <laughs> right? Yeah, but what do you do as a, as a pitcher when someone squares around a bunt to try and get a hit on you cheaply? Yeah, but that is. You brush that, them off. And that's not so easy either. You know, that's not as easy as uh, some might think. I'm saying well, if the, Joe squares around, Donovan's going to come high and tight, and he's not going to square around again. Well, what's, what's going to hit him in the eye and put him out for the season? I can't remember what the strike— Don't make a bet, then. —what the strike parameter was, too. I think they have to be strikes. 
I can't yeah. remember. There was something there. But I, I would bet on Donovan, and I, you could tell he's confident. But really, to Joe's, to Joe's defense, all he has to do is put it in play. It doesn't have to be a, a hot shot toward the gap. Still, I don't think hitting a baseball is the hardest thing in sports, right? Yeah. Well, I, you know what, I, you know, I played a little bit in high school. Uh, I, Austin probably had a far better baseball career than I did. Oh no! I remember the last time that I stepped into a batting cage, <laughs> and I, How'd you, that go? you know, I'm at the the, the putt putt golf course batting cage place or whatever. How fast and, was the ball? And I, no, uh, I have no idea. But I went into the medium zone. Mm. You know, like oh, it used to be a big deal. I could uh, yeah, go into the medium. And the the first pitch, you know, was smack, and then I go <laughs> swing. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I might I'm be slow a, that ball I down. might be a little over my head here. So and it was I, probably if it was medium, you were probably in that sixty mile an hour range. I don't know. I honestly don't know what because uh, the slow know, I think is like had their thing set out. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think that there's a it a, was a slow pitch. A Whee! unified uh, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's a standard for slow, medium, or fast. But medium had, was too much a hamburger for me. there once uh, at Bob's Bat, bat and Putt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, great bacon on their burgers. There, yeah. I I did that on a date in college. Thinking, oh, this will I'll be a show good way off. to. Yeah. Nah, no. you just struck work? out at the batting machine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> She's like, nope, nope. I want a man who can hit. <laughs> who can hit that medium Like speed that would have mattered yeah, anyway, right. but my See, dumb college brain was like, this will be thing, impressive. Though. Austin was had his mind on baseball and he wanted to get to at least first base. Why does it always have to go that way? Here we're having a lot of fun talking about Because he our- referred to it. He said he struck out. In more ways than one. In and more then ways than one. Come on, on, listen to what he says. I opened the door. It, it yeah. doesn't Come mean on. he has to double down on it and, and, like, bring the show to a halt just to point yeah. it out. I opened that door but kept the chain on it, you know, just right. peeked out, and, and well, Gordon was listen like, Kablammy! Listen up, everybody. Jake, you're in danger. First. To, to first base. <laughs> he can't steal PK's insults. It was a joke. Stealing Jake's questions and PK's insults. Totally stole my question. That was pretty funny. Jake gave you the worst look I've ever seen. I know. He's over there in gyrations, and I'm looking at him like, what are you doing? I literally said, you know, Gordon, the first thing I'm going to ask him about basketball is. I was going to wait around then, for it. You know what? But you did give me credit. You did say, well, Jake was just talking about this. It was like, yeah, I told you I was going to ask him. Man, talk about an ego. <laughs> oh, man. I No, it's. It was the most relevant question of the uh, uh, basketball <laughs> portion, uh, portion of much. that interview. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, again, just as long as one of us asked it, it needed to be asked. You're, a, te- you're a team guy. I am a team guy. Thank you very much. At least you think you are. What's that supposed to mean? Again, the personal I, well, no, shots. I think you are, too. <laughs> After- <laughs> Sounds like it. All right, we're going to hear from Max Hall coming up next. Yeah, I'll be back with the guy who couldn't hit a 40-mile-an-hour fastball. It might have been 40 miles an hour. I'll tell you what, it was too fast for me. I, and this was well, you probably— You were a pitcher, though. You were a pitcher. You were I a, know, but I was uh, I was always a pretty good contact hitter because uh, I like to credit my tennis background. I always had uh, a pretty good eye. Yeah. You know, I, I could always put it in play. 
you know, maybe I wasn't cranking homers, but I could always get the bat on the ball. Let let you know, five ten years go by after the old baseball career. <laughs> well, that tennis thing is true. We went to one of those once, and my daughter, who had never played baseball before, she was with her soccer team there, and she goes up to bat, and she was drilling shots left and right all over the place. Everyone's looking at her like, "Where's this coming from?" There's gotta, yeah, there's got to be something to it because you got to keep your eye on the ball. There's some really similar concepts there, except for the bat isn't quite as wide as a no, but as a racket. Yeah, but if you hit, if you hit the ball on the wide part of the racket, you might as well not hit it. You got to hit the ball in the sweet spot. That's true. 